businesses have kindly sponsored this Maghrib broadcast. Johnson's Fruiterers and Logistics, wholesalers of fresh fruit, vegetables and transport available for all your logistical solutions. Contact Idris Johnson on 021-931-0786 or 083-786-9491. Johnson Fruiterers and Logistics. Come fresh, get fresh. The Voice of the Cape thanks these official sponsors. May the Almighty place Baraka in their lives. Amin. Shukran Kathir. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the Voice of the Cape. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
الرحمن الرحيم اللهم رب هذه الدعوة التامة والصلاة القائمة 
آتِ سيدنا محمدا الوصيلة والفضيلة والشرف والدرجة العالية الرفيعة وبعثه مقاما محمودا الذي وعدته وارزقنا شفاعته يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا يكلف الله نفسا Sponsored this Maghrib broadcast. Johnson's Fruiterers and Logistics, wholesalers of fresh fruit, vegetables, and transport available for all your logistical solutions. Contact Idris Johnson on 021 931 or 083-786-9491. Johnson Fruiterers and Logistics. Come fresh, get fresh. The Voice of the Cape thanks these official sponsors. May the Almighty place Baraka in their lives. Amin. Shukran Kathir. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the Voice of the Cape. Arrive.
Relive, explore, discover with legend tours. Relive the Islamic history of Andalusia on the plains of Spain. Experience the soul of Morocco from the bustling souks to the rugged Atlas Mountains. Discover Istanbul with a cruise on the Bosphorus. One city, two continents. Relax on the beaches of Phuket, enjoying the scenic sunset. Relish the wonders of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. For your next holiday, call Legend Tours on 021-704-9140 or visit our website, legendtours.co.za. Legend Tours, your preferred travel management company. Come on, Petty, stand up, our car is stolen! Huh? What? Are you worried about car hijacking? Now you can monitor your vehicle on your cell phone. Secure your vehicle with a tracking device. Monitor theft retrieval, also roadside assistance and free fitment from only 99 Rand per month. Call 021-637-9024 or 021-699-1007. House of Red, opposite Athlon Stadium. Get your tracker. At House of Red. With food prices on the up, Mother of Plain Food Emporium keeps them down. Come in and check out a large variety of meat, chicken, fish, and grocery products. Get fresh A grade whole or half lamb at 76.99 per kilo. Fresh whole or half sheep mutton at 64.99 per kilo. 3.5 kilo A grade leg quarters at 110 rand. And A grade chicken fillets at 44.99 per kilo. Mother of Plain in Town Center Mitchell's Plain. Call 021 391. 3096. Secure parking is available only at Mother of Plain. Hi, am I speaking with Lukman Adams? Yes, it's the one and only Lukman Adams. Where are you? I am in California. In California? Are you in America? No, guy, California Spur. Here in the heart of my hometown, Westgate Mall, Mitchell's Plain. I come here for breakfast, lunch, and supper. You can just bring the whole family. <laughs> I'm on my way. And they open to lay. The Spur people. People with a taste for life. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Good evening, Khuyanand. I'm Shahida Kali and I start my program with sad news. Ridwal Kamaldin has passed on. He lived at 14 Dacre Road in Bridgetown. He was buried today. The family can be contacted on 083-442-9719. That's 83 083- Four four two nine seven one nine. 
to speak with the family in regard to the passing on of Ridwan Kamaldin, who lived at 14 Dacre Road in Bridgetown, and he was buried today. Janaza was at 1545. Khadija Ali has passed on. She was the daughter of the late Samsuddin Ali. In brackets, we have Bengali, who lived at 38 Hyde Street in Cape Town. The janaza was today at 3 p.m. The family can be contacted on 082-641-4142. That's 082-641-4142 to speak with the family in regard to the passing on of Khadija Ali, who was the daughter of the late Samsuddin Ali Bengali, who lived at 38 Hyde Street in Cape Town. Omar Hendricks has passed on. He lived at 2 Cyrus Road in Woodlands Park in Wetton. The janaza was today at 4 p.m. The family can be contacted on 064-606-3324. That's 64 606 3324 to speak with the family in regard to the passing on of Omar Hendricks, who lived at 2 Cyrus Road in Woodlands Park in Wetton. Also buried today is Niaz Jacobs. He was known as Whitey. He lived at 46 Francisca Court in Mannenberg. I don't have the times and the details of the janaza. The family can be contacted on 062-652-7909. That's 062-652-7909 to speak with the family in regard to the passing on of Niaz Jacobs, who was known as Whitey and stayed at 46 Francisca Court in Mannenberg. So the date of the janazas today, but I don't have any more details, so I'm not sure whether the janaza has already been or whether it is still to take place. But you can phone the family on that number. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa maulana muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Allahumma aghfir lahum warhamhum wa askinhum fil jannah. وتجاوز عن سيئاتهم واحشرهم مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين اللهم إن كانوا محسنين فزد في إحسانهم وإن كانوا مسيئين فتجاوز عن سيئاتهم ولقهم الأمن برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وسلام على المرسلين سلين والحمد لله رب العالمين live from cape town this is the voice of the cape 91.3 fm 
At GR Spices, we believe in exceeding customer expectations by manufacturing high-quality halal-certified products, creating a taste experience never to be forgotten. With a wide range of products available, which includes spices and seasonings, marinades, sauces, sausage casings and packaging, GR Spice strives to cater for every individual out there, from the wholesaler, supermarket, butchery on the corner, to the stay-at-home mom who loves flavor. We're situated at Racing Park, 35 Williams Way, off Potsdam Road. GR Spices, discover the taste today. At Tuya Health, we pride ourselves in providing our clients with clinical and professional health services by qualified, courteous and well-informed staff. We specialize in live blood analysis, which helps to enhance and improve your health. We also stock a wide range of health products. So whatever your health requirement, call us on 021-671-2469 for a free consultation with Ashraf. For your convenience, to your health is open seven days a week. Do you have difficulty calculating your zakat? Are you unsure if you are allowed to give zakat to family members? Do you know the conditions when zakat becomes due? The South African National Zakat Fund is well poised to advise you. We have an established team of learned scholars and advisors who can provide you the most effective one-on-one zakat consultation sessions. Our scholars have been assisting members of the public for many years. Quality advice on a confidential basis is on your doorstep. Trust our experts. Call us today at 021-638-0965 or 021-447-0297. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Sansa. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Good evening, Khuyanant Mulweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali Show. So we are in week three of our focus and our series, our four-part series, focusing on toxic relationships and different aspects thereof. We've had week one where we had um, a description and a conversation about Sarki Bartman Center for Children and Women and what they do and the programs that they have, etc. And it's it was a very informative um, program. The second one, we spoke with ladies who are at Sarki Bartman and they described and shared with us their journey, you know, having been in toxic relationships and the, the road that 
took them to recovery and that was really really encouraging was received very positively um, and we want to commend those ladies for having been a part of the program so this week we speak about other aspects thereof some of it we would have touched on already I would just like to um, start off with the different feelings that, you know, people who are in a toxic relationship, what they will be feeling, um, but also internalized stigma. And I'm going to explain that. So we'll, we'll look at why do people stay or women stay. Um, and, and perhaps I must just clarify, we are focusing on um, the toxic relationships particularly women being in a toxic relationship and how that and that process. We will have a program in week five where we will focus on toxic relationships, but men being in the toxic relationship and and the difference that they, you know, differences in between what women will go through, what men will go through, etc. So we are um, we are not male bashing. We are focusing on women um, as being the abused. We will focus on men as being the abused. So we will focus on gender-based violence in week five um, on, but violence perpetrated by women onto men by women perpetrating violence onto other women, women perpetrating violence onto children as well as babies. So in week five, our focus changes to the woman as the perpetrator. At this time, we are talking about the women as the victim in a situation when she finds herself in a toxic relationship. I just needed to explain that because I know sometimes people, you know, in in last week, um, a person felt like VOC was male bashing and certainly we are not male bashing. Um, We want to be fair and in fact, the focus on toxic relationships is really about human beings and wanting to engage in conversations that can prevent um, abuse happening to human beings, albeit a woman or a man who is either the perpetrator or the victim. But we're talking about human beings and how can we prevent it and how can we identify and help people to identify if they are in a a toxic relationship and also looking at different options open to them. So, um, but before we go get to our conversation, I just, my word, just need to switch off my phone. And that was just... By accident, I thought I did. My apologies for that. But I want to also speak about what's happening on the N2 um, inbound, meaning in the direction of Cape Town. There seemed to be a very serious accident, a crash between Spine Road and New Way, uh, Mule Way exits. So the accident is in that um, area. And there are very, very heavy delays that goes right back to Makassar. So it's quite far, you know, the queues. Um, And so if you are coming into town, 
you might want to choose another way instead of, you know, coming into town instead of choosing the N2. Um, you know, so here we've just received a message. So it seems as if the the traffic is still, is still sitting there, backed up right to Makassa, which is almost, almost in at the Strand turnoff. So... If you are, you know, kind of in Broadway Boulevard's area and you're going to turn onto the N2 to come into town, you might want to take the other road that also brings you into town, like the back road. I'm not sure what it's called, but yeah, oh, I don't know the roads, the names of these roads. But anyway, you will know if you're traveling on that road, you will know the alternative routes to take or perhaps just to wait before you get onto the N2. The horrible part of being on the N2, being stuck on the N2 is if you're stuck on the N2, you're just stuck because the person says backup. Uh, traffic backup on the N2 in direction of Cape Town. Don't know what's happening. Well, we now know. We uh, researched it and it is an accident that has happened. A very bad accident. Um, backup up to Makassa and all roads turning off the N2 is also backed up. So you know that there's real traffic congestion there. I hope you get to your destination safely, inshallah, and, and reasonably quickly. So coming back to toxic relationships, and I want to say I'd like to invite you to be a part of the show. Send me your comments, your questions. Let's get those questions in so that we can talk about it. Here are some of the pointers that I've just written down that we'll be touching on. So we'll be touching on the feelings that uh, people feel when they are in a toxic relationship. Also, stigma that abused women feel. Well, look at why do women stay and some of it that we'll speak about would be hopefulness, confusion, needing to be loved or believing that they love the person, feeling blamed, you know, and so those are of the reasons, but we'll talk about more reasons why people stay, fear, very often. Fear to the self, fear to other loved ones and family members. Um, and we'll talk about what are things that perpetrators do um, and that causes you confusion. But also that could be a red bulb moment for you, especially when you are in the start of a relationship, when it hasn't become so serious and, and it then is easier to walk away if that is what you choose. And we'll also talk about exit violence, what that means and um, and how exit violence can lead to severe injury and even death. So for now, you know, we have to look at and I think we don't have to take a, a break now. We can continue with our program. I want to invite you to be a part of the program and you can get in touch with me by WhatsApping me on the number 072-238-0712.
And on that note, I just would like, like to say people who are audio streaming, who are sitting overseas and just to say hello and salam to you guys also in the different countries who are listening to us. You can also message and be a part of the program and even ask your questions on that WhatsApp number. So, you know, let's be inclusive and let's, you know, kind of um, bring our people who are far away, bring them into the conversation as well. And then you can SMS me on the number 47913. That's 47913 to SMS me with your comments or questions or contributions that you'd like to make to the program. You can also phone us and be live on the air on the number 021-442-3530. That's 021 021- Four four two three five three zero. Just remember that you will be live on the air the minute we pick up the phone and you come through. So just some general things about toxic relationships. Toxic relationships can include so many different ways in which people will be abusive and that which will lend itself to describing this relationship as really, really toxic. So sometimes it can just be plain oopsie, you know, I know it's a family program, but bitchiness, you know, people you know, people will, will there's there's a sting in what they tell you. They When they comment, it's breaking you down. It's wanting to upset you. It's saying horrible things. It's doing horrible things, you know. And and sometimes these people just feel nothing. It's like this is normal for them, you know. Um, people who call your names. Um, and And sometimes it's I want to include this. A toxic relationship can include a person who is so disrespectful that when you tell them, don't call me that, don't describe me by that word or words, and the person just continues, you know, so there's toxicity in that relationship. There's a vindictiveness in that relationship. There is such an absence of respect and regard and the dignity of the person you know and just holding the person's heart so certainly name calling can include those things you know it's not just having a a very bad name that you're being called by like a swear word or something but it's also saying things that lends itself to a description of you that is very hurtful physical abuse can take place in a toxic relationship when people lie and continue to lie you know they lie it's like there is so no regard for you and how you would feel it's like we just normalize lying so it's so so disrespectful and gossiping a toxic relationship is when someone keeps on gossiping even with you even if it's about other people. But if the person continues to gossip with you, then that's a toxic, that's not a helpful relationship because it doesn't hold goodness. It holds toxicity, you know, it holds acidity. It holds that which hurts, which breaks down, which destroys. Um, And 
A toxic relationship, remember, will cause you internal turmoil. And I just want to say, you know, really, remember you always, you have choices how to handle the situation. You needn't continue to stay in a relationship that has become unhealthy. You can either change it or you can walk away. Or you can take a break from it with the idea to make it better. So there are always options. And, you know, toxicity and toxic relationships can involve family members amongst other, other, okay, family members, people who are very close, uh, people who are in love relationships, very good friends or just friends, even, even acquaintances, colleagues, people who are in a professional relationship with you, you know, your, your peer, your boss. And, and toxic relationships really cause such damage and it can leave long-standing effects on the person. And therefore, we are speaking about toxic relationships and really letting you know that you have options. So let's just look at some of the feelings that people will feel when they are in a toxic relationship. So very often, and this is very interesting, but people will feel shame. They will feel ashamed. And and sometimes, and I mean for various reasons, you know, but one of the reasons that I just want to mention is people often feel ashamed because they feel like people are going to look at me as being weak, People are going to look at me as being stupid. Um, don't you have any self-respect? What's wrong with you? So you feel that internalized shame and you feel ashamed that you now have to say, I'm also being abused. I'm one of those people who are being abused. You know, so people feel such a lot of internal um, stigma in terms of feeling bad even when they are, you know, the person who is being victimized. Often there's self-blame and that's also because the perpetrator will make you believe that you are to be blamed. You know, so there's a lot of self-blame that can sometimes be felt. There's fear, fear for the self, fear of the, the perpetrator, fear of loved ones, because sometimes loved ones are being threatened, you being threatened. You know, so there's fear that holds the person. But you know what is what is often also um, a feeling that, that people feel um, that is in a toxic relationship is hopefulness. It's like it's going to get better. He will change. I will be able to work this through. I'm going to help him. This is my, um, you know, um, my my takdeer, you know. Allah's put us together so that I can help him, etc. So I'll, and I'll speak about the different um, reasons why people stay. So people often feel guilt because people are made to feel guilty or you might be feeling guilty because of your own, you know, situation. For example, I didn't listen to my parents. Now I feel so guilty. I feel so bad. I feel like a bad person. I feel like I can't go and speak out because they'll just say, I told you so, you know. So the feeling of that you've disappointed yourself. 
other people disappointing you, the person whom you love disappointing you, very often feeling very low self-esteem, um, feeling like I don't have the ability to do anything, I can't stand on my two feet, feeling very isolated, compromised, alone, lonely and needy, very, very often needy of the actual perpetrator. And very often because whom else can I need? You know, because the perpetrator very often isolates the person who is the victim in this relationship. So, and and I know that I've, you know, and, and I must just say those are some of the feelings people will have when they when they are in a to- toxic relationship. I mean, I said anger as well. Did I mention anger? Also anxiety, you know, um, we often sometimes we, we see PTSD as symptoms and feelings that people will have when they are in a toxic relationship. So I would like to just read this message that has come through. And it says, Assalamualaikum, people who do psychological manipulation are very toxic and people like that should be avoided at all costs. Shukran for this contribution. It is extremely valuable. So what you're talking about is if you can start identifying that you are being manipulated psychologically and emotionally. You know, sometimes people play emotional games, psychological games. That's a form of a toxic relationship and and such people should rather be avoided. Now, sometimes you are already in the relationship. What then? There are definitely different options open to you. One of it that, you you know, you need to seek help. You need to break that um, silence. You need to step out of the relationship and it can look different, you know. So it's not just a one answer. There are definitely different options open to a person who finds themselves in a toxic relationship. When I come back, I will be speaking about why do women stay, stay with us. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Alpha Bodyworks Collision Repair Center and Alpha Express Auto. Leaders in collision repairs to all types of vehicles. Backed by all major insurers and vehicle manufacturers, including VW, Audi and Toyota. Using the latest technology and decades of industry experience, we at Alpha Bodyworks are renowned for quality and excellent service. Not insured? We offer special rates for all non-insured clients. With 21 courtesy vehicles and a 24-hour recovery service, Trust Alpha Body Works to bring you peace of mind. Contact Alpha Body Works today. Call 021-691-9333 or 5 or visit www.alphabodyworks.co.za. Alpha Body Works Collision Repair Center. Steps above the rest. This is an emergency appeal. Across Yemen, people are facing famine. In Gaza, families are suffering from the blockade. In East Africa, children are facing starvation. And across Syria, millions have been broken by eight devastating years of war. Time's running out. These people need you. They need emergency food, water, and medical relief. You have the power to save lives. Because without these basic things, more people will die. Please save a life now. Donate to Islamic Relief. 
Jolly Nuts Factory Shop. Stockists and purveyors of an array of dried fruit and meebles products. Cashew nuts, almonds, walnuts, pecanuts, pistachio nuts, peanuts and Brazil nuts. As well as your favorite crackles, chocolates, sweets, jellies and much, much more. Check out our brand new store at 9 Polaris Road, Lansdowne. Selling at wholesale prices direct to the public. Contact us on 691-1122. Jolly Nuts, your one-stop nut shop. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and good evening if you have just tuned in. This is part three of four parts of toxic relationships, particularly focusing on women being abused. We will have week five in which we will focus on men being abused at the hands of women. So toxic relationships, gender-based relationships, but as the woman, as the perpetrator, towards men because there are differences in some of the aspects when a man finds himself in such a situation and then of course you have a toxic relationship which will describe woman to woman abuse or women to children abuse or women to even baby's abuse. So we will be chatting about that and having those conversations in week five. We are now in week three and we're talking about specific aspects of the toxic relationship. And the reason for having broken it up the way we have is to spread it out over the few weeks because it's too much for one um, program, but also to this week, for example, for people to identify what it feels like, what people go through, normalizing it this is what you will be going through very often you could be going through more things and we'd like to know and hear about that because this is about educating people about what is a toxic relationship and how do we beat it how do we change it okay so before i go to why do women stay let's just read of the messages that i've received so it says, Salam Shahida, you know, all substance abuse people are most loving people. We as parents, brothers, sisters, family must be positive, have a positive attitude towards them, love and take care of them, make lots of dua for them, that Allah must, subhanahu wa ta'ala, must take them out of their life and that they, that they are in. It's very difficult for us to say that they can change, but it's hard. Um, it's hard for them, especially in recovery. So, you know, the 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 um, the message continues, and it says, "We as parents, families must keep on making du'a for them. It's also difficult for them to find work." Um, and so, they're asking me to also speak to people to help them by giving them work. And and I hear what you're saying. And thank you for this message. Um, certainly, you know, when people are in relationships where they, when, you know, they find themselves as a family member to someone who's abused drugs and they're trying to get better and change their lives will need all the support that they, that they need, um, that they, can be given as and that would include work if you're able to employ someone and even if it is at this stage there is informal employment but can I ask you to wash my cars can I ask you to clean my windows and I will give you you know an income and you can save your money um, you know it's it's an opportunity to start doing things and making things and buying things and selling things etc to in to generate an income and certainly the person speaks about how important it is to make dua for people who are trying to break the uh, cycle of drug abuse 
inshallah may Allah make it better on all of those people inshallah ameen and to make it easier on the family and the loved ones so then we continue um so someone sent what looks like a little bit of an, an, a newspaper article perhaps or cut um out of you know a paper and it says people we thought would never cause us any pain but they do they break our hearts and the trust we had in them they are the ones we love deeply and genuinely the ones we never thought even in our wildest dreams would cause us any pain but they do and many times intentionally to show the power they have over us how much control they have in our lives but while they are hurting us they forget one thing and that is too much pain is also a healer one day anything they do will no longer affect us because they've lost the control they had in our lives one day they will lose us too wow you know significant and many many thoughts that are in in this um piece of writing and thank you for sharing it with us so i continue to go to another message that says salam shahida sorry to say but it's not only toxic people it pains me when normal elderly men do this to the partner all kinds of abuse and then blame the wife who is doing nothing wrong um what kind of a man or i know a man that treats his wife like a maid he gives her nothing he talks to others he says no one will believe her if she tell sorry i'm reading it slowly because my screen is is shifting i don't know how to describe what my screen is doing so it isn't all that easy for me to read the message but i've managed to read that message so absolutely the description of a toxic relationship and what the person is saying is it pains me that even elderly people can also find themselves in a toxic relationship and we know that that is true that young people can be in a toxic relationship as well children can be in a toxic relationship and so and and there and I must speak about you know when you're looking at cyberspace um and how they can be toxic relationships you know these days on social media with children adolescents you know and the elderly so we have to be mindful that toxic relationships spread widely across all you know religions color status class income brackets you know it really there is no criteria for the person who can find themselves in a toxic relationship or who can within themselves be a toxic person so let's just continue and i want to say you know when i describe that message and shukran for that of what this man is doing to his elderly wife i hope that if men are listening and even women and if they're doing these types of things 
that they need to stop because this is a toxic relationship being described. And toxic relationships are wrong. It is just wrong. One of the things that I find why people stay is the abuser will be so toxic, will say such horrible things, will use such tone of voice, will will threaten, will have a threatening voice, will have threatening body language, you know, will scare you so much. And then why do women stay? Because half an hour thereafter, the abuser comes and then they come and apologize and then they say, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have done that. That was so wrong. I didn't mean it. I love you. I really am so sorry. Please, will you forgive me? I can't do life without you. You cannot leave me. So these are the, you know, the types of confusion put in a woman's mind. And she stays because, you know, how often do people say I stay because I love him? I stay because I believe him or I stay because I so badly want to believe him. I stay because I'm hopeful that when he says those things and he promises me that he's going to change and it's not going to happen, he'll say, I'll never, ever, ever do that again. And then it happens again. But ultimately, why do women stay? They stay very often because they're hopeful. They stay because we are told to forgive, you know. Women stay in certain religions where it is told that your your heaven lies in the happiness of your husband. And so even if he is abusive or he's toxic, but I, I shouldn't be going up against him or I shouldn't be expressing my feelings because my heaven depends on how satisfied he is with me. You know, so women stay. They stay because of the fears, fear to be that they'll be hurt. Fear that their family will be hurt. Fear that the children will be hurt. Fear of where to go to. Fear of not knowing what to do. Fear of feeling alone. Fear of feeling, am I going to cope? Women stay because they've lost the belief in themselves to change things. They've lost the belief in themselves that they are able to walk small steps to get themselves and their lives back. And I want to say, not at any time does one suggest that the woman must leave the relationship. There are options open to women. So if the woman chooses to leave, that's her prerogative. If she chooses to stay whilst changing the relationship will be her prerogative. If she takes a leave of absence to work on a program to change things around will be her option to, to do, you know. So when we're having these conversations, we are not because this can be perceived that we are encouraging women to leave their marriages. And that is not what we're doing. We're saying identify if you are in a toxic relationship. And look at options that are open to you in which you can change the circumstances that you find yourself in.
So I'd like us to speak more about what the perpetrator does and and when you look at it, you could see it as like a red bulb moment that you should be having. And so we will do that after the break. We'll take a very short casida. I want to check out the messages that had come through and then we will continue with our program. Stay with us. Welcome back. This is Shahida Kali and we continue with our focus on toxic relationships and different aspects thereof. So we spoke earlier on why do women stay and of one of the reasons women stay would be because they are in a relationship where let's say their husband is abusing them and they are scared from a religious perspective of Allah being unhappy with them and therefore they stay because they do not want to displease Allah. Um, and sometimes, so sometimes it will be religious reasons that people will will say these are my reasons for staying, sometimes even cultural reasons. What I do want to comment about that is if you are in an abusive relationship, in a toxic relationship, seek help. Speak with professionals. Speak with religious people. Because if you are being abused, and you stand up against the abuse in a respectful way, in a way in which we are advised that we will make our voices known, but in a respectful way, then, then I think we, we have to understand that Allah allows us to give us a voice. You know, so we will not be displeasing Allah if we attend to things in a respectful way in, and attending to things in a way like as Allah would like us to. Allah does not expect from us that we must be quiet when we are abused. Okay, so we are not displeasing Allah when we are standing up and saying what is happening to me is not right. Can we do something about it to correct this, please? Because this is not the way in which we are supposed to live as God-fearing people. So I just want to say, because that's one of the reasons why women stay, you know. And one, one commends women who say, I stay because I do not want to displease the Creator. 
and that has to be commended. But is that being approached from a way that isn't always the exact way to see it? You know, if you're standing up and say someone's just smacked me and this is wrong, am I displeasing the creator? How I say it, how I do it will be important. But I do have a voice that the creator has given me. So I go, you know, to messages and I have I think I've read that message. I'm going to another message and sometimes people send messages that are not um, for this particular program. Um, you know, these, and I just want to read one or two of the lines of that someone's just sent through. It says, be that one. That one who forgives when deep offense has been committed. That one who loves when no one else does. That one who gives kindness to those who are mean. Be that one who looks past the, the insult, instead seeking the pain that motivated it. And so I think this type of message also can be so misconstrued. And thank you very much for sending in the message because it holds some truth in the encouragement for a person to be strong, to be good, to be better, to handle things better. However, I'm not, I'm, my, my concern is that if you continue for years to do this and nothing is changing, you have to look at whether this is the only option to you. So I think, and I hear that this is encouragement to goodness, encouragement to forgiveness, etc. But whilst we forgive, we need to boundary. It's like you've got to tie your camel. If you know someone's stealing of you, do you continue to keep the money lying open on the table? So it's also about looking at how do we help the person that we can, you know, grow from the and evolve from a situation that has been toxic. I'm just a little bit concerned that when a person is vulnerable and they read this type of message, that it might just be not entirely understood the way it might have been intended. Okay, so I go on to a next message that says I have a friend who confides in me. She came out of an abusive marriage and her ex-husband always cheated on her. He even divorced her while she sat on the musalla. I know her very well. She's really doing a really good person and a real fighter, but very forgiving and always going through some sort of difficulty. She was very set in not marrying again but met a man who was very good to her and her kids but after a year of marriage he cheated on her and they are now trying to work on their marriage i i do see him try but can't help but feel he does not deserve her and i don't want to tell her 
that because I love her so much and would not want to hurt her because she believes in him and he too has difficulties and she tries to help him in every aspect of his life. What advice can this program offer? And so thank you very much. What a good friend you are that you have typed this this message and had sent it in. So I applaud you for loving your friend and caring that you had sent the message. I'd want to, and I hear you that you, it's hard for you to believe in this man because he's already hurt your friend, etc. But your friend believes, uh, but, and you do say that it does seem as if he's trying. My thoughts are it's often helpful for people to have a, a working plan to make things better. So suggest to them that they can get help. You know, they can go to an institution organization like FAMSA, who does brilliant work at a much reduced cost than if you were to go to private uh, professionals, you know. Um, so absolutely for your friend to contact FAMSA and to go and speak with them. There's also the trauma center and the trauma center does excellent work as well. My radio station. Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Good evening, Khuyanant, Moweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. Of course, this part of the evening, we will be in the part that is called VOC SOS Helpline. And so we will cover other aspects and topics as well, depending on the messages that we have received. And we are on WhatsApp number 072238. 0712 that's 0722380712 or the SMS number 47913 that's 47913 so we have received some messages that are still in response to the focus on toxic relationships and different aspects thereof there are also other messages that have come through and I'm going to answer them as well but I want to go to this one this message because it kind of answers another message that someone had sent in earlier so this message says assalamu alaikum I do not believe that we have to stay in a marriage if we are being abused so the person writes walk away Almighty Allah will not be angry with you Allah will not change the condition of a people until they make the changes themselves I suffered for 18 years before I had the courage to leave now I live my life for the sake of the Almighty. 
I don't just exist. Stand up, stand tall, stand firm, and know that Allah will never abandon you. Wow. And she signs off by saying, survivor. Beautifully said, wonderful that you are sharing your thoughts and your circumstances. In that message, it says such a lot. You speak about 18 years I suffered. It's a long, long time. And yet after 18 years, this is for me so key for people to realize. You still have strength and courage. You still can be brave. You still have strength because sometimes people feel they don't have any of those. But here is someone who is testimony to you have that which it requires to take small steps to change the circumstances you find themselves yourselves in. So I've received an SMS that says, and the person says, I'd like to stay anonymous. What about women that are manipulative and abuse their husbands? Men are always blamed as that is what society is labeling us. You speak about the perpetrator. So what about the perpetrator that plays the victim? Why not address toxic relationships in general? And I hear what you're saying and thank you very much for these SMSs. I really appreciate it. What we've done, the thing is there are elements that are that are characteristic of a woman who is being abused. Then there are characteristics of a man who is abused. And therefore we didn't want to generalize it. The other factor that we took into consideration is overwhelmingly women are being abused by the men in toxic relationships. Overwhelmingly the women women are victims of abuse at the hands of men. And therefore we chose to first speak about women and women being abused and we will speak in two weeks time about men being abused as well because certainly we acknowledge that women can also be abusers and i hear you when you say someone who is a perpetrator can very easily play the victim well that's what abusers do perpetrators do believe that they are the victim you know, and very often it speaks to being personality disordered. I mean, people f over years and years who have been manipulative and abusive, you know, would have developed personalities that makes them feel that what they're doing is right, you know, and therefore need professional help, really. Um, it's very difficult to change deep-rooted circumstances on your own. It is so helpful. Of course, it can be done, but it is so helpful to get professional help. So I will go to um, more of the messages that had come through. I want to go to the very, of the earlier ones. Um, and this message says, we have a situation in our house Two of our sons are diagnosed with bipolar and schizophrenia. 
We had an intervention, so they are on medication and stable. However, they verbally abuse myself and my wife, and I'm at my wit's end because of this rudeness. Minutes later, as if nothing's happened, but during the barrage of foul words, it turns into a physical confrontation. Please advise. And I want to say shukran so much for sending in this message because I think many, there are people who are experiencing this type of circumstance um, when there is at times a mental health disorder like schizophrenia. And in this case, it's dual diagnosis where it is bipolar as well as schizophrenia. You are saying that help has been gotten in. They are on medication but it seems as if the rudeness, um, you know, and the aggression seems to continue being present. My immediate thoughts would be to speak with the doctors or doctor, the psychiatrist, who has prescribed the medication so that you can explain to the doctor which symptoms continue to be present because Doctors have to look at the combination of medication, the medication the person's on. I mean, a question I'd like to ask is, was the person abusive or rude or aggressive before the medication? Or did this start occurring after medication? Because we need to look at how does medication impact on a particular person? So, and that has to be properly assessed by the psychiatrist. I want to say that when you say the rudeness is there and then a few minutes later it's gone, as if nothing's happened. Understand that your, it is hard for you, really. I get it is very hard for parents who have to manage this type of circumstance. And often you will feel depressed and hopeless and powerless and lost and disappointed because you your children have these disorders and it's hard to manage it and these are mental health disordered disorders these are brain disorders and so why i'm saying that is because the behavior that these people are presenting with are what is hard for them to control themselves. So often we look at goodness of fit. If you see, if you know that a conversation is going to, is holding the possibility that this could end up being one of those where we have an argument and there's rudeness and eventually there's a fight, then I would recommend that you stop the conversation in its early stages. You have to do preventative care, you and your wife. And I know it would almost feel like, you know, you've got to continue trying and these are your children. Understand your children are not healthy. They are not well. And so therefore, they can a minute or two later just be themselves as if it didn't happen because they are not well, because they are not experiencing it the way you are experiencing it in a brain that is more healthy. 
I'd like to recommend that you contact Cape Mental Health and find out about a support group in your closest to your area that you can attend in which you can share your experiences and also get help, you know, from the sharing and guidance from people who might find themselves in similar circumstances that you that you are. Also, Cape Mental Health can perhaps have other programs that they can extend an invitation to you that you can get help for yourself and your wife. Your situation needs a lot of hard work, a lot of sober, a lot of perseverance, a lot of love for the children because I will only, I get how hard it would be, you know, when it's your own children and they are so rude with you. At all costs, you have to avoid physical confrontation. At all costs, there shouldn't be fighting because that shifts the scenario into a high risk and volatile scenario where you guys, mom and dad can get fatally hurt and even the children. It takes you to knock someone away from you and they fall with their head against the point of a table and they die. I'm just saying physical confrontation should be avoided at all costs. But I, my first recommendation is you need to give feedback to the psychiatrists so that they can relook the medication that your children are on, so that they can look at the dosages and look at the particular medication, look at the interaction of the medication, and look at how the medication is impacting on the children. Also to try to make sure whether your children are actually taking the medication, because that would be a critical point that you have to give to the doctor, because the doctor now has to see a scenario of they are taking the medication, yet they remain so violent, or because rudeness is, vi is verbal violence. So understand that that part of their behavior, you know, has not been impacted on in a positive way. Please consult with the psychiatrist. Please get in touch with Cape Mental Health. And I just want to see if I have Cape Mental Health's telephone number for you so that I can give it to you. Um, as well as I need to uh, give FAMS's number on the air as well. So I have Cape Mental Health Society's number. It's 021-447-9040. That's 021-447-9040. That's for Cape Mental Health. And they can assist you in so many ways with regard to your children, with regard to what are they doing every day, is there help for them? Is there help? And there is help for you and your wife. Please contact Cape Mental Health. Earlier on, I spoke and recommended that a a friend suggests that her friend speaks with FAMSA. And FAMSA's number is 021-447-0170. That's 021-447-0170. I want to say that when you've experienced the trauma of a toxic relationship and, and abuse, you can also contact the trauma center. And the trauma center does excellent work and they are based in Woodstock and their number is 021 465 
7373. That's 021-465-7373. So I um, would like to continue looking at the messages that I had received. And this one says... When I stood up against physical, emotional, and financial abuse, I was given a talak. Then falsehood was used to hide the truth. I now, I am now free, more emotional, and spiritually stronger. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah and, and shukran for sending the message because it's such an encouraging message for people who could be doubting in terms of will they be okay. You are clearly saying it's been a hard time. I've been abused on so many different levels and in so many different ways. And then lies were told. And then I was given a talaq. Today I am emotionally and spiritually stronger. Alhamdulillah. And you are free. Free of the abuse. And so what an encouraging message that we'd received. Shukran so much. You're just saying it can be done. Small steps, but it can be done. So another message that had come through. Salam Shahida, my sister passed away one week ago and her children's very sad, they're very young and whatever we as aunties say won't help, can you canala give advice? So firstly to say I'm so sorry for the loss of your sister, I'm really really sorry, that must be so sore. I've, and you know your, my, my thoughts to you are you can, of course, take your, your sister's children to professional help. But especially when they are very young, they need you guys. They need you guys to answer their questions, to just walk alongside them, to give them a space to process the loss, to not have an idea in, in your head about, about what looks right about how they need to handle things but to try and look at how can you assist and just hold their hearts but when small children have losses, believe me they need their loved ones more than they need a psychologist so I want to say as an auntie you are absolutely needed to just be there for them but if you need to seek professional help, the trauma center is one of the places you can go to. But you can also go to FAMSA. They work with loss and bereavement as well. So these are the trauma center is completely free. FAMSA has a reduced rate for people, much reduced rate. And then, of course, you get professional people who will have been private practice and will ask their professional fees. May Allah make it easier on you, inshallah, and those little ones. But certainly, more than ever, little ones who have lost a mommy or a loved one need the other loved ones just to be there. You know, let them sleep with you. Let them stay with you. Um, just be there for them, you know, and listen to them, you know, understand them, try to understand them, try to assist them in the best of way. Um, I continue to go to different messages. 
Um, and this one, this message says, can we have your contact number, please? Yes, at the end of the program, and let me see, it's quarter to now. I will be giving my number if you can have a pen and paper ready. Um, another message that we've already received and, and read. So we continue. And, and this a message that we'd received that says, Shahida, can I have kept mental health number? Um, all right, and I've, I've given it earlier on. I'm going to give it again. Let me just get to the number. So Cape Mental Health number is 021-447-9040. That's 021-447-9040. Cape Mental Health has different programs and information that can help with mental health issues. They are a stunning organization with such a lot of resources. Please make use of their resources. A message that came through, Salam and Shahida, we lost both our parents in less than a year. My siblings, I, I think, it is, my sister is young and just crying. I'm really, really sorry about the loss of your parents, and I can only imagine how tough it must be for your sister. And I would want to encourage you, please take your sister. If financially you're not able to take her to private psychologists, please take her to either FAMSA or to the trauma center. But allow her to cry and then just be there for her and normalize the crying when you've lost your parents it's normal to cry but if you think that she's going into a, a deeper depression and that it's impacting on her level of functioning like you see her school going behind and you see that she's withdrawing and you see that she's not interacting as she you know would usually do that it's really becoming bad even if you take her to the nearest your doctor your gp or your nearest clinic or hospital and they will assess her and see, you know, how they can intervene on different levels. Because sometimes, I don't know how young your, your sister is, they might recommend medication if she is, if we're looking at complicated bereavement and there could be depression that's setting in. Um, she definitely would gain benefit with um, therapy. You know, when you lose a loved one, therapy, bereavement therapy is extremely helpful, really. And just be there for her, you know. Let us speak about your parents. You speak about your parents. If she doesn't want to, then it's okay for you to say, you know, today I just meet, I just miss mom and dad very, very much. So kind of normalize her speaking, uh, your, your speaking so that she can also see it's okay to speak about the loss of your parents. Um, here and there, drop in a line of saying, I'm so grateful because we had such wonderful parents so that perhaps to help her heart to go and incorporate 
the sore and the missing and the, you know, of the bereavement of the loss of your parents, but also the gratitude for your parents and that you've had wonderful parents. Inshallah, may Allah make it easier on her. And then we we go to a message that says, how do you deal with someone who doesn't know they're toxic? We are mentally exhausted. Her hallucination, her hallucinations, and is okay. So she hallucinates and she's delusional. Um, oh, he he's almost fifty-five years old and he's been like this for more than forty years. It's getting worse. My thank you for the message. My immediate um, response to this would be: get this person to a psychiatrist or to a doctor. He has unshakable belief that his spouse is unfaithful. And so you look at the paranoia, the delusions, the hallucinations. And if there are these types, now remember you are using these words. When these words are used, then we look at the consideration of a mental health disorder. And, you know, if these delusions, hallucinations, we're looking at schizophrenia. We're looking at those types of mental disorders, but you get paranoid schizophrenia. And and very often a person would be in denial because of the person's illness. I would so um, want to suggest that how do you work? Because you say that he refuses medical attention. I would say that you need to get someone in the family who can help to encourage him and motivate him to get help because this person needs help very, very badly, okay? If it continues to be so bad, then another option, which is not an option that is to be considered lightly because it's a very sore option for the person as well as for you as a family, but that is to go to the police to explain to the police what is happening and and eventually you need to if there are in you know if there are events happening like abuse that's happening etc um, you have to report it so that you almost build up you know a file at the police station so that eventually if this gets completely if it gets out of hand that you will need the police to actually take the person involuntarily into hospital. This is really a lost option because it's a very, very upsetting experience. But we also see how when people have been admitted and they have been assessed and they are on medication and they get therapy and they settle down and they get better, then you say, Alhamdulillah, although it was very traumatic the way we got the person in hospital, but you see the benefits once the person is in hospital may Allah give guidance inshallah but most importantly this person needs help live from Cape Town this is the voice of the Cape the voice of the Cape the voice of the Cape the voice of the
We are just about at the end of our program. Um, it's just about time for me to um, say goodbye. But I've had a message in which it is asked to make dua for Mustafa and other children who suffer from a rare disease called cystic fibrosis. May Allah make it easier on them, inshallah. Ameen. So just information before I conclude about myself is that I am in private practice as a registered clinical psychologist with the HPCSA. My practice is in the Goodwood area under the name Shahida Abrahams and my numbers are 021-592-0563. That's 021-592-0563 and cell phone number 083 Two double three four seven six nine. That's oh eight three two double three four seven six nine. So from me, Shahida Kali, all the best. And if I didn't get to your messages, then please send it to me next week, inshallah, when I'm back on the program. We will speak in terms of toxic relationships next week. We'll speak about how it starts or signs and grooming and also exiting and exit plans inshallah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and good evening